right, hello everybody. Welcome to Idle Chat. My name is Jonathan Idle. Thank you so much for listening. We are back. How about this? We have been putting off the uh, interview segments for a little while because I promised a friend of mine that he would be the first person back when we got back to the interview segments. And of course, I'm an idiot. I couldn't figure out how to do that until just now when I just kind of rigged it together. My very good friend, professional wrestler, Sonny Goodspeed. How are you, buddy? What's up, Mr. Idol? How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, man. I'm bored as shit. <laughs> yeah. So as, as as John said, he literally just rigged this together as we were talking, by the way. Yeah. So <laughs> so he just put it together just now. Uh, we if, did we we've talked about doing this now. So, I mean, how long have you been doing the podcast? Three I don't months, know. Four months? Uh it's God, it's gotta be like four oh I think five months. Yeah. I think this and is we had, I had planned on coming down, it was gonna be in March. Yeah. And then and then, you know, the world fell apart. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, just haven't been able to get together because, you know, you can't leave your house or whatever it is. And, you know, because I guess there's something going on out there. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't watch the news. Yeah, me neither. It's <laughs> depressing. January 1st. <laughs> Very depressing. What was that? What? January 1st. Is the first. Apparently the first episode was January 1st. Oh, nice. So, New Year's Day. So six months. Wow. That's crazy. I don't think I've done anything weekly for six months of my entire life. So this is, this is great. I'm sure there's something you've done probably daily. Probably. Yeah, probably. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but I quit mescaline, so I'm not, I'm not doing oh, that. Oh, that's good. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so what's going on up there? So good. What's going on up there? You good? Uh, you know, so up here in New Hampshire, they, um, I work in the auto industry yep. and we were deemed, we were deemed essential. Yeah. So, Essentially, we just kept on trucking. Like it never affected me. Uh, Betty um, got stationed from home, and they've been telling her essentially that uh, plan on working from home for the foreseeable future. Ah, oh, shucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, she loves it. She set up a little office. She's home all day with the dogs, you know. And <laughs> but she works. The only difference is now is instead of leaving the office at four o'clock, some nights she's on the computer working until. 11 o'clock, 11, like she's putting in 18, 19 hour days. It's ridiculous. Oh, but man, you know, but she's, it, it, it just makes it easy. You know, she wants to go take a break and sit outside. We've got little doggy pools, you know, for the dogs. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. She'll go sit outside for a little bit, but then come back in to work. Um, my oldest daughter is a teacher. So obviously she had to do teaching from home, which she obviously found was a struggle because how do you teach 10 year olds? Yeah. From home, you know what I mean? How do you do that? She's so, I, I don't know, all through online courses. It was ridiculous. Wow. She was just every day, she's like, I just can't wait for this to be over. I can't wait for this to be over. So, and then uh, Chloe and I, for a time, were the only ones going to work because she works in the medical field. She's a, uh, she works in like a check-in station for, um, for like a doctor's office, you know? So she oh, likes okay. she, in, intake. She does yeah. intake. Yeah. And then my Emma's husband, he's a chef and they close down restaurants. <laughs> so a chef. So he was at home. He, yeah, he's a chef. He was just at home for, you know, for I don't know six weeks, eight weeks, or something like that. Before they just called him back and just to do takeout. And then uh, he he works for a chain that has about eleven restaurants or so uh, on the eastern border. All right. And, uh, they closed down his restaurant. Yeah. So and then they took him to another restaurant and just doing again just doing takeout. And we just started doing in New Hampshire. Just started doing outdoor dining about three. Weeks ago, maybe oh, four wow. weeks ago, uh, three weeks ago, and just Monday they opened up fifty percent capacity inside restaurants. Yeah, that's so, not going to last. That's no, not going to last. Imagine. No, it's going to spike again, and we're going to be all back into it. I, I, I keep saying I don't think they, 
I don't think they reopen stuff because it's safe. I think they reopen it for the economy to try to save people, you know? So what are you going to do? I think places around here, I think last week just started doing outdoor seating just last week. Some people, some places are taking parking lots and turning them into, into outdoor, outdoor dining, you know? They, um, so main street in Nashville up here, which is like the Southern, you know, the big city in the Southern part of New Hampshire, they actually took our main street and it's usually two lanes each way. They cut off one lane so those all those restaurants out on Main Street can now have outdoor seating. And they put up wow. the big Jersey barriers. Wow. So now Main Street is one way each direction. So it causes a huge clusterfuck. Yeah, yeah, you know, of course. You have yeah. to drive down there because now you're congested. But it is boosting the economy. And and I don't know, like, they keep saying the economy, the economy. John, man, we've been to so many home, home projects. Every time we go to Lowe's. They tell me they're busier than they've ever been. Home Depot, the same thing. Our local stores here, um, just 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 insane. It's it's you know I guess it depends on like obviously the stock market and those kind of things. Yeah, but uh, it, it's in, it's just nuts. It's it's kind of like um it, even in the auto industry, but like we slow down for literally maybe two weeks and then people are just like ah fuck it like <laughs> just, yeah yeah, yeah. And just, like you know. I, well, it's, I bet Lowe's, I bet with things like Lowe's and Home Depot and stuff, I bet they're, they're doing well because people are bored and they, they're doing, they're finally able to catch up to those projects they've been trying to get to forever. Like yeah, us. Exactly. <laughs> they, they haven't been able to do, you know, nobody's going on family vacations this year. So try, try to get a pool installed this year. Can't yeah. do it. Try to get, I'm trying to redo my deck boards. Just, just redeck it. Yeah. Right. I can't find pressure treated wood. Anywhere. No. And if I find it, it's fourteen dollars for a twelve foot board. Wow. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. Because <laughs> yeah. it because it was less than seven or seven dollars two and a half months ago. Wow. So now we're gonna do it in the fall. So you can wait and see but what it's happens. Crazy. Yeah. Well we're like we're having our, our place up in Beckett worked on right now. Like today. We were up there yeah. today. We were just up there today. It's uh so I don't know, man. It is what it is, you know. How, how's that going? You know, <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's fine. It just, you know, it's just, I've been sitting on this place for over a decade, you know, and then, uh, and now, and now all of a sudden the, the, we finally found a guy that can fix the foundation and then that, and now you start finding out like finances and we're trying to track down the contractor and all that stuff. And it's a real pain in the ass, but it's, but, but, yeah. but it's really, really fun. You know, we're having a good time yeah. with it too. So we'll see. You know, the, the good stuff is that if there is anything interior, exterior that you guys can do yourselves, right? It's, it really is fun. It's, it's a, you know, Betty and I do a lot of projects like we, like we obviously during the project, we want to strangle each other, but oh, yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you're done with it, you look at it and you're like, man, that was awesome. But we put, did that together, yeah. you know, and uh, it is, it's, it's, um, it's, it's bonding, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it is fun. So it's, uh, it's good times. I, I, think. It's really I, I good just times. want you to think about that for a second. You want me to do a, a, a DIY project with Bessie. I just, I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. Okay, so. Well, she's got the hands of a surgeon, doesn't she? She can use a power tool. She can supervise. Or at least if you cut off a limb, she knows how to stop the bleeding. But she, Yeah, you're right. There's, there's that, true. Yeah, that, there's that. Yeah. But, yeah, but she also has a sense of humor of a mental patient. So That's the... very true. I, every week, though, I text you every single week. I go... What what is wrong with her? She just comes out with the most bizarre <laughs> shit. The most bizarre. I don't understand her train of thought. Neither at all. do I. You know, I. I like, just stopped. Like, listening to a mental patient. Just yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've just I've stopped trying to figure it out, and I just go with it. It is what it is. You know. 
That's all. You should. You know what you should do? You should try to um, uh, collect from the government. You know, like a SSI or something for for her disabilities. <laughs> 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 oh man yeah but you know what though if 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 she wasn't here i'd be pulling my hair out man i my hair's too good to be doing that to be pulling it, it out it is so. good it's looking good thanks man. especially like the now sideburns. Right? oh right right i got the sideburns yeah right not bad luke, luke perry has nothing on you isn't luke perry dead he is <laughs> oh jesus dude it's <laughs> wrong with you no, I just said he has nothing on you. He had, he had good sideburns. He did, he did, he did. Yeah, yeah. him and Jason Priestley. And yeah. So I, I just wanted to touch on, so we met uh, through wrestling. I just wanted to say, so you got me with the best rib of all time. At least nobody, I don't know if it's the best rib of all time, but you got me better than anybody ever got me. It was so beautiful, right? We, we, I show up at your house. I have Levio with me. Alivio says hello, by the way. I talked to him today. Oh, perfect. He says hello. And I show up, and now you were we were doing your kickball game. Correct. So we were doing we – were, I put together – because I was a guy, like, um, like much like you, that were involved in a bunch of different wrestling companies. Yeah. And so I was friends with a bunch of different guys. You know, like a lot of those uh, – this is hard to explain to people that don't understand it, but a lot of times those wrestling – those independent wrestling groups are clicky. Oh yeah. You know, they don't associate with other guys. Oh yeah. So when guys like me, you, Doc, like kind of worked everywhere. And uh, so we were friendly with a bunch of people. So I thought, man, what a, that'd be fun to put together a kickball game. Yeah. So I got I got I don't know how many people there were, 25, 30 people or whatever. I invited wives and significant others and kids and Marshall could find somebody to bring. He <laughs> could bring somebody. Whatever. Yeah. But he couldn't. But no. um <laughs> so yeah so anyway so yeah so we had a big kickball game at my at my local park down here in milford new hampshire yeah well you tell me you said okay so we're gonna do it old school gym class style picking teams and like an idiot i said well i better go in the draw higher than marshall or joey eastman right Correct. And then, yeah and then that you, was your mistake that was my mistake i must have forgotten who i was talking to for a, a, a brief second and and so right before I got there, apparently I didn't know. You're telling everybody, okay, guys. So Johnny Idol's getting picked last, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, as I'm walking in your door, I hear you say, "Oh, there he is," like that, and then everybody goes, "Yay!" like that, and like an asshole, I'm walking around, oh, high five, and everybody, yay! They like me. They like me. Stupid asshole. Oh, yeah. and then, Sure enough, it happens. I get picked last. I'm surprised. Wasn't there a rumor that you were actually going to have a, a cardboard cutout of Joey Eastman too, so he could get picked before me? Yes. Yeah. 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 We were trying. To, I was trying to get that together, and I just didn't have the time. Yeah. But uh, I just remember your face. <laughs> like, with, pick, with each pick, it just you sunk in more and more. Yeah, because it, yeah, because it reminded me of gym class in high school. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. It, it was, was perfect. The... And I, I don't know who it popped. You enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and that was enough for me. So <laughs> it was. It was perfect. It was great. It was perfect. It was great. And then I remember we were. I was. We we had Tom on here. Antonio Thomas. He was on here, and we talked about the time we were at your house, and he and uh, Kid Crazy went down to the Pumpkin Festival. Almost got oh. arrested. You know, they were gone for five minutes, and they're calling Aaron to go pick him up before yeah. they get before they go to jail. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can't arrest me. I only have four percent body fat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That wasn't Kid Crazy saying that, by the way. That was Tom. That was Tom. Yeah, yeah. Four <laughs> yeah. percent body fat. How about when? How about at uh, Harrisby's house when uh, Tom was laying on the ground, was well, sitting on the ground? Yeah. And he said, um, "He goes, don't let me fall asleep on my back because I don't want to die like Jimi Hendrix." Yeah, I don't want to die like Hendrix. He's. <laughs> I don't want to die like Hendrix. Well, I. Yeah. I remember well when he came back from the pumpkin festival. I remember he's telling the story, and you had those chairs where you could slip the the the, the cushion out a little bit. They weren't yeah. really attached, and he goes, yes. I'm, "I'm moving it and moving it and moving it." Oh, you had a rough night. Have a seat. And he goes right through the chair. Yeah, yes. I celebrated like I like I won a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so good. What a night. That's when Tom threw up in my bathroom and he was trying to clean it up with tissues, like. <laughs> So he wouldn't piss Betty off. Uh, what a mess. Billy King woke so up in your dirty fun. laundry. Yep, Billy King in the dirty laundry. It scared the shit out of my daughters. Was, <laughs> oh, my God. It was so crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was so freaking nuts. Man, those oh, those are some good times. We should be coming up on the uh, 15th anniversary or something of that. Come on. We got to be, right? We got to be, right? Yeah. I was thinking, too. I remember, I remember when I first met you. We did a show, Kevin Landry put on a show out this way, and that was like the first show I was ever on. I wasn't even trained yet. This Kevin goes, come be my manager. Okay, I wasn't even trained yet. I met you with that. And then uh, what's so great, too, is my, my friend Tony, our, the guy that was supposed to be our ring announcer, bailed on us. So my buddy Tony did it, and he had zero experience talking on a microphone, being a ring, nothing, nothing. And he's doing it, so out you come. And you're, he's about to talk again. You're like, no, no, no. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. You know, you did what he did. Just did your thing, you know. And then flash forward like a year and I was doing shows now. And I and I walk up to him like, oh, yeah, hey, we we met like last year. And you gave me that, you know, you gave me that vet like, oh, yeah, kid. How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just, you know, like, yeah. Fucking, like, who the fuck is That's, this guy? I remember, so I remember, I think you were working for, I think it was Big City in Callahan. And you had that purple yeah. jacket. Yeah. And did you have a cane or something? No, I was far too lazy to come up with another gimmick. I was no. I just remember the mullet though. You were killing that mullet. I didn't have a mullet. The bang. It was all one. It was all. It was all one length. All the bangs and everything. I can prove it. All right. All right. And do you remember we worked for EWA? It was Aaron and I against you and Mike. Yes. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Up in Maine somewhere, yeah, right? In, what's that? I was up in Maine, I think, right? Yeah, for James St. Jean, I think. James St. Jean, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That piece of work, yeah. Yeah, and and there's yeah. A, there's another one I wanted to talk about too. We were working for Tim Fury somewhere, and and then you went out and you decided you were gonna take your ass out in the locker room, and you you had your underwear down, your whole ass is out, and you're walking around and you're. And it was a lot of young guys, a lot of new guys were there, and you're just trying to tell guys, listen, guys, do what you're told, you know, just, just, you know, just, you know, just follow. And I'm dying. I'm like tucked behind the locker. Nobody can see me, and I'm crying because you're whole. And then everybody's trying to stand around and be respectful. They don't want to. They don't want to. <laughs> they don't want to yeah, let no. on that your ass is out. And then you come back and go, no, now go back out and tell them to stick to their times now too. So you go out, guys, yeah. look at stick to your times, and your whole ass is out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah. I've been towards the, towards the end. I, uh, I I took to actually getting undressed on my way back to the locker room. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was so much easier. And I would the last thing I would do is I'd drop my pants and just show my ass right before I walk back through the curtain. 
<laughs> so I, I was I was so bored at times. You know what I mean? Now, have you something. have you worked again since we worked up in Hadley? We had we had the, we had the tag match. Uh, so one time actually, because yeah. um, this kid uh, Tyler. No, I'm sorry, Rocco actually. Rocco Bruce, he was running shows in Providence, or he ran a show that he worked at in Providence at his bar. Yeah. And he calls me, he goes, hey, he goes, if you would come back for one match, who would it be with? And I said, I'd love to work AG. He goes, let me oh, see yeah. what I can do. Oh, yeah. You know, and he goes, uh, he goes, I think I got it. We're all set. I go, perfect. So I agree to do the show. And then he texts me, he goes, hey, AG can't do it. Who would be your second guy? And I'm like, yeah. uh, so I wanted to, at this point, I wanted to work with somebody young. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just have like a fun little match. So I, there's this kid, um, and I can't remember his full name, but. Tyler, he does a um, like a drunken guy kind of thing. He was working for um, that group out of Maine. Well, I can't even think of anything. But anyway, he, he was a young kid. Uh, big, you know, my buddy Big Scott. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he was buddies with him. So I said, I'll work with him. So I called him. He said, yeah, I'll do it. So we went down. And uh, the whole time, <laughs> him talking to me. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. Let's work on something. We'll figure out something, right? So we talk over about this whole thing. And then we get out there, and I literally, John, I literally count how many people are in the crowd. Yeah. There's 11. 11. So I just stop. I look at it. I'm like, hey, buddy. Uh, just screaming from the from the entrance to the ring. I go, everything we talked about? Yeah, we're not doing fucking any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're not doing any of that. The crowd starts laughing, and I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. It was like, uh, it was weird. It was a very weird show, but that was it for me. And I was just like, uh. And then I was supposed to do, uh, Ash was going to have a, uh, Ash was running a yeah. show at his school for a benefit. Yeah. And I was going to do that. I, mean, COVID, I think yeah. I was going to work it crazy. But I think now, I, at this point, um, I think I'm just done. Like, I, it would have to be something very, very interesting, very, very um, intriguing to me for, me for me to come back and, and actually take bumps or anything like that, yeah. you know? Well, I, I really How about you? I heard you talk. I watched your show with Leo. Yeah. And you said you're absolutely, there's never going to be another match. No, no, I'm done. I'm you're done. done. Dude, I had such a, I had such a great send off and you know, it, it, they gave me such a great send off and I could, I got to thank the people at PVP for that. They, they, they did such a, they were so good to me and I, for what, you know, and I'm, I'm all beat up and you know, dude, yeah. dude, yeah. next month I'm going to be 52 years old. Okay, yeah, yeah. what am I gonna come? Come on, I'm good. You know, like I wrestled Tomahawk for my last match. He was he's literally half my age. You know, isn't that crazy? Literally half my age. Yeah. Wow. What is he working as now? By the way, Rip it's Bison or something anymore. like that. Rip Bo- Rip Bison or something yeah, like that. Rip Bison. Yeah, you see Rip Perry Von Vicious now? Yeah. He's like well, jacked. No, actually, no. Because uh, so I know they were teaming, but um, I haven't seen him. Like I, it's probably been. Oh, it's probably been since last year that I saw him. He was working for, uh, he did a show for AG. Yeah. Out in Gardner, Mass. That I, yeah. I worked the door for AG. Okay. So I saw him there, but I haven't, uh, I haven't seen, he's all, he's, I'll he's send big. You, I'll send you a picture later. He's, yeah, he's big. He's big. Yeah. Good. Yeah, he looks good. great. Good for him. I wanted to I say, love that kid. oh, he's great. I love him. Yeah, he's so funny and he's such a good, I got to get him on here. Did you ever hear the story? I'll, I don't want to get, because I want to get him on here too, but I guess he when he was moving back here and he was, you know, coming back and bringing some stuff back from California when they were moving back. And I guess in his, in his bag that he checked was uh, his wrestling gear, juggling clubs, like those that look like, you know, like juggling clubs yeah. and a unicycle. 
<laughs> so, and he, when he when he gets his bag, there's a note from TSA saying that they searched his bag. And when he opened it up, there was a note from the TSA agent saying, "Dude, what the fuck is your life?" <laughs> That's somebody with a lot of hobbies. Can't oh yeah, out oh yeah. What he wants to do exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is crazy. I want I wanted to say thanks to you too because in my last year, uh, uh, Justin asked me, "Oh, dude, you know, do you want to do a tag?" I said, "Yeah, I want." Chunky but funky, man. I want you and Ashworth to come in. I wanted to work that match. You guys came in. It was such a good time, man. Such a that good was time. So fun. And I actually I thank you because you know when I, you know being being in the industry and where we live. Well, you're living in Springfield, Mass. Ash is in Bourne on the other yeah. side of the state. Yeah, I'm up here in New Hampshire. Yeah. When are we all going to get together again? You know what right. I mean? Like yeah, we were together every weekend for years, but then all of a sudden we're just both. You know, you don't yeah. see each other. I I mean. I tagged, I tagged with Ash for, oh, serious or whatever, and then all of a sudden, I just didn't see him anymore. And, and you know, But now, I got to tell you, though, when we got together and we were in that locker room, it was just like, it, it was just like we were together the weekend before. Like right? no time had passed, yeah. And I, uh, I'll, never so for, crazy. I'll never forget, Marshall cuts him off, cuts off Ashworth and tags me in, and I go, oh, I have a great idea, you know, and I, I tell Ashworth to, to reverse and splash me in a corner and tag you in for the stink face. Right. Yes. And 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 you guys listening, if you don't know what a stink face is, it's usually usually um, well, not usually it is uh, uh somebody that has a uh, a plus size posterior. I'll say, I'm yeah. saying I'm saying you have a big ass, Sonny. Um. Anyway, yes, I I agree. And they they get their they get their ass mostly naked and mush it in your face when you're sitting on the mat. Yeah. Well, well Sonny doesn't go halfway with that. I forgot that. And your entire ass is out. Yeah. And I see it coming. It's coming. And Ashworth is holding me. And I remember going, I go, who called this? He, he goes, you did. You know, like that, you know, and I, I can still remember, dude, I'm not going to lie to you. It was moist and cold. I don't understand yeah. why it was moist and cold, but it was cold. I don't get that at all. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I got some weird shit going on. <laughs> I might have, I might have to see a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so I here's this I want like I've been telling this story for years and I keep forgetting to talk to you about this, but I don't remember where we were. All right, I don't remember who my partner was. It was somebody that got thrown with me, and we we're working with you and somebody else. It was like the Joe Besser of the of the chunky but funky. I don't know who it was. It was somebody else, right? Yeah. Did you hear the story I told Leo? Did you hear it? I did, and I, I, I've been racking my brain. I cannot come up with it. I don't know. I can't think of it, but I just remember I, it, you guys have a conga line. You're going around the whole gym, and I'm like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do to top this? So I'm like, let's just go home. You went, okay. And I, I, yeah. remember, I remember telling the ref, it was a green ref, and it was my partner was a green kid, and I, just, I remember they're looking at me like, like what? You know, what? Yeah. We're not going to do anything that beats what's going on right now. And we just, yep. we just, we just like cut you off, double small package, one, two, three, and you guys danced around the room again for. Yeah. And, and you know, and that, John, that, that's the thing, like, you know, cause we could have sat in the locker room and talked over a 15 minute match yeah. that these kids might or might not have remembered. Right. I definitely wouldn't have remembered. You wouldn't remember, no. you know, and that's a sign of like a, a guy that goes, well, this is, we're out here to entertain our people yeah. or entertain the, the, the people. We're not going to. We're not here to entertain ourselves. We're not wrestling for ourselves. We're right. wrestling for them. Right. So if that's the if that's the if that's the peak, 
why try to top it? Well, I don't you know? care like, what we what we if we went and had a regular match. I don't think the finish would have had the same reaction that we got anyway. You know what exactly I mean? I don't, right. I don't yeah. think it would have it would have worked. But I just I remember we my my partner was like beside himself. I remember that. I, I, I wish I could remember who it was. But he was like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Just trust me, dude. We're going." You know, and and yeah, it was so fun. And, yeah, yeah. And they, I think the young guys get nervous because oh, my dog just jumped on the bed. Oh, hello, Bo. Say hi to Johnny Idol. Hey, yeah. Bo. Uh, so oh, and Daisy too. Oh, Christ sakes, they're both soaking wet. Um, <laughs> oh, good. So like, they just uh. You know, they go, well, we have to do eight minutes. We have to do nine minutes. And I'm like, it'll take me that long to get in the ring sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? If things are going well and, I, and I'm and I'm vibing with the, you know, with the fans or whatever, what am I going to do? I'm not, I'm not doing any moonsaults. I'm not going to get them any more entertained than that. Well, know? I mean, if you think about it, too, if you played your entrance music almost two times coming in and then you played it almost two times going out after what we did yeah. for the minute long thing that we did, you got you got eight minutes there. So whatever. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, they don't pay me for they pay me for my time. Like they don't, you know what I mean? Like I, they don't care what I do. Like I get paid the same, you know. I, and if the people if the people go home and go, oh my god, that was fun. Yeah, then I did my. Job. That's it. You know, I did That's my it. Job. That's it. Yeah. So now you trained with with, uh, with with Boozer Costa, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. That must have been a blast, guys. It, it, it was so bizarre, guys. You guys listening. Right now, do me a favor, go on YouTube and just look up Lobster Man on YouTube and Lobster Man for President. I think he said one of the funniest things I ever saw. He was on The Daily Show, right, with Jon Stewart? Mm -hmm. and, they, and, and they said, well, why don't you – it says Lobster Man for President. And he says, why didn't you run for mayor or something? And he says, well, the ink costs the same on the posters. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell you, that's how Jeff always was. And if you're going to look up on YouTube, you have to look up uh, – Bruce Acosta from from uh, Vancouver Wrestling. Yeah, because there's some stuff on there. And he is, you know, this is this is um, you know, mid to late '80s, and uh, he was just out of his mind up there. And and I've seen videos of him working matches in the Peony Gardens up there. Yeah, and just the fans just going insane. He used to just be able to garner so much heat. Yeah, and uh, you know, so like when we were training. Like, he didn't really show us a whole lot. He'd be like, ah, throw a drop kick. I'm like, well, how do you do that? He's like, I don't know. Fucking, you, fucking throw your feet in the air. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. And then if we did it right, he'd be like, ah, do it again. Make, it, make sure it wasn't a mistake. You know? Then <laughs> <laughs> that was our training. And it just, it was, but I sat in his house for a year watching wrestling and him breaking down every match and every storyline. And, and so I learned psychology of wrestling before I ever took a freaking bump. Yeah. Know? Like sitting listening to a guy and him and Kevin Hughes and Dan Patiglio, like listening to these guys that had worked all over the place. And, but just again, before I even took a bump. Yeah. It, it was, it was, it was like taking like a prerequisite, you know what I mean? Like English 101 yeah, yeah, versus yeah. English 102, you know? Yeah. So, so do you agree with me that there comes a time where it's way more mental than it is physical, right? Yes. So much more. Anybody can go out there and just throttle another guy and they get knocked on their ass. But to actually go out there and tell a story and really draw legitimate anger or an emotion from, from people, it's so much – It's that's the real hard part to me. And not that it isn't physical because it's super physical and hard in that way. But I just find that that's, the, that's where, where the real gem is, you know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, help out, I help out up here uh, with Brian Fury at the at – 
New England Pro Wrestling Academy. What a trainer he and, is, uh, man. Wow. Oh, so good, right? Yeah. Because it's local. It's 45 minutes from me, so it's super close. And when I'm, when, if I leave from work, it's 20 minutes from me. Oh, you know? great. Yeah. So it's super easy. And I would love to be able to go to a bunch of different places. But it's just not convenient. So, and Brian's been really good to me, and I, I help run his beginner classes. And uh, it, it's that's constantly what it's about. Like, you can take anybody in a week and show them every move. Oh, you want to learn a move self? This is how you do it. You want to, you know what yeah. I mean? But to be able to put it together with the facial, the body language, yeah. the, uh, the small nuances, the in-betweens, you know what I mean? I, I heard, a, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about why Brad Pitt is such a great actor. Okay. It's not the lines he's saying. It's not, it's the stuff in between right. that he does right. that sells, you know what I mean? And I, I, I equate that with wrestling as well. Like you, if you look like you're just waiting for the next move, you look like you're just waiting for the next move. You know right. What I mean? Oh yeah. It's all the stuff in between that actually helps, I think, put, put a match over the top. I agree. Right? Yeah. I think that's, that's why I asked you earlier when the last time you watched, uh, I texted you today, I asked you when the last time you watched a Yokozuna match was for some reason, out of nowhere, I just started watching Yokozuna matches the other night. At three in the morning, I'm like watching his matches with like Bret Hart and stuff like that. And yeah. and again, if he just went out there and smashed everybody, but the way they built it up, like if you remember, he would be so slow, so slow uh -huh. until it was time to like miss that splash in the corner, and he would full on sprint like you couldn't believe a 500 yeah. pound guy running like that, you know, or a 600 even, you know. And I remember, yeah. and it was just it was so smart the way they did it, you know, amazing. He was so good. He was, yeah, he was really good, and he he used his size. So well, like he knew his limitations. He knew what he could do. So, when, but when he had to turn it up, he could turn it up. But it was like a quick. You, you didn't know that it was only fifteen seconds of, of turned up because yeah, everything he did was so impactful. You know that big charge to the corner was yeah. quick, and then he would take that slow lumbering bump. You know, with his arms flailing in the air, and he would just yeah. do the wobble and then bump. I saw, and, I saw him do one one time where he was. He was reaching for the rope. He was like trying to catch, yeah. and he's in the middle of the ring, and he's reaching for the rope to catch himself. Just so, so good, man. I, I, yeah. he was amazing. I'm a big fan. Now, yeah, I remember you telling a story. You went to Memphis for a run, right? Uh, well, so I used to work for Saturn, the car company Saturn. Okay, and they used to send us down to um, Spring Hill, Tennessee, for training. And uh, so the first time I went down there, I go, I go, well, how far is like Springfield, uh, Spring Spring Hill is right outside of Nashville. Okay. So there's nothing in Spring Hill except the, the Saturn plant. Okay. So they would have us in Nashville. So I started looking, and I go, well, how far is Nashville from Memphis? And I saw it was like a four-hour bus ride. Yeah. So I go, well, I'm going to change my flight. I'm going to come in a night. I'm going to come in a couple days early. Yeah. I'm going to take a bus from Nashville to Memphis, and I'm going to get on. I'm going to get on Memphis TV. So the process starts. I, I uh. I uh, called down to the, the TV studio, literally just Channel 5, because I knew they did live shows on, on Channel 5 in Memphis on Saturday morning. Now, who was running so it I then? Started, who, who was running it at that time? This was Jerry Lawler and Dundee. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I just called down there, and uh, somebody answers. I go, hey, I'm looking for Jerry Lawler. He goes, all right, hold a second. <laughs> I picked up. I did, literally, John, I'm calling the TV studio. He goes, this is Jerry. Hey, Jerry, my name's Sonny. I'm up here in New Hampshire, uh, the Northeast. I said, um... I'm going to be down in Tennessee at this date as I'd love to come and do your TV show, you know, and just be enhanced in talent or whatever, you know, like yeah. I said, if, you know, just do jobs or whatever. He goes, well, it's kind of hard to see a sight on sight unseen yeah. or try, kind of hard to book your sight unseen. I said, I understand. I, he goes, we're going to be in New Haven. Is that anywhere near you? I go close enough. Yeah. 
He goes, well, we're going to be there this day. He goes, come and just find me. I go, perfect. So I tell Jeff Costa, and he goes, all right, let's go down. So we drove down there. We got down there super early. We're waiting inside. It, that was an experience itself, you know, because you're just trying to just like, we're not in the back. We're not, we're just like in the, you know, in the back back. We're and, not and in the locker that, room. Who was that for? WWF? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're just, we're just hanging out back there and I'm just kind of waiting for Lawler because we're by the parking, you know, where they all park. So I go, well, I gotta see him drive in at some point. Right. And I'll just introduce myself. So I see uh, Vince comes in and I open the door for Vince because because nobody was there to open the door, like yeah, yeah, the garage yeah. door. Yeah. And so I open the door for him. He comes in, and then, like, I'm just kind of walking around waiting to see him. And I see Jamie Dundee. And I, I tell him, I go, listen, I said, if, I said, if he's back there, can you just tell him? I, I said, yeah, he knows I'm coming. I told him I was going to meet him here. He goes, yeah. And then he uh, comes, like, he just turns the corner and comes back. He goes, nah, brother, sorry, he's not here, man. Oh. And I'm like, fuck this guy. I'm like, fuck yeah. this guy. He's a little dick, right? He's fucking little. What's that? He's a little dick, right? Yeah, super. He's a fucking little midget piece of shit. So, <laughs> so eventually, I, I see somebody. Or Lala comes out, and I go, "Jerry, just wanted to introduce myself." He goes, "Oh, you're a big kid." I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Do you want to come in the back?" And he goes, "You bring your bag." Yeah, I said, "Probably get you some work." I go, "Nope, we're heading back to New Hampshire right now." He goes, <laughs> "You drove all the way." He goes, "You drove all the way down here." I go, "Yep." He goes, "All right, I'll see you in Memphis." I go, "Okay." So nice. I, I get in the car with Jeff. But we drove back home. So I get to, I take a, I take a bus, fly into Nashville. I take a bus from Nashville to Memphis. I'll never do that again, ever. I will, I would rather hitchhike, I think. Really? A Greyhound bus at 12 o'clock at night or whatever it was, mm. one o'clock at night mm. in Memphis or Nashville. It was mm. the worst, the worst experience of my life. <laughs> Everybody on that bus, I think, um, rolled in shit before they got on it or something. I don't know. It was so disgusting. So I have no idea where this bus is going to drop me off in Memphis, by the way. Memphis is a big city. Yeah. No idea where it's dropping me off. So I happen to we the bus stops. I go, hey, do you happen to know where the uh, TV5 is? He goes, yeah, you're actually, it's right across the street. No. I go, what? He goes, yeah, it's literally right there. I go, wow. Perfect. So I walk over and there's only one kid there. His name's Tony. Tony Myers. And he's from up here in Jersey. Oh, okay. And he's putting together the ring. He's like the ring crew guy. And uh, he's the only one putting together this ring, setting it up in the studio. So I go, hey, man, let me give you a hand. So I help set up the TV, I mean, the uh, ring, and uh, everybody starts rolling in. Jerry comes in. He goes, hey, you made it. I go, yeah, I made it. He goes, all right. He goes, well, I'll talk to you later. He goes, we'll figure out what you're going to do. So then they put the lineup sheet on. It's me, and I think it was Derek King was my partner, yep. working with, coincidentally enough, PG-13. Yep, yep, yep. Jamie Dundee and Wolfie B. And uh, now, I, now, I'm not like a giant. I'm not six foot five. I'm like just under six feet tall. I say I'm six feet tall. At the time, I was probably 340 pounds, 330 yeah. pounds. I'm a, yeah. big, I'm a big guy. Jamie Dundee's maybe 5'8". Like, Wolfie D is a 6'2", but, you know, thin, yeah. maybe 215 pounds, 200 pounds. Yeah. So they're talking over the match. Wolfie D is not really saying anything. Jamie D is just like, all right, brother, every time you get in there, you just sail, sail, sail. <laughs> you tag in, tag in the brother. He just sail, sail, sail. You get back in, sail, sail, sail. <laughs> I go, sure. Okay, man, whatever whatever you want. Because I, I literally, I'm. I'm not looking for a job. I'm not, I'm yeah. not looking to move my life down to Memphis. Right, you know? right, right. So uh, Bill Dundee comes over about 15 minutes later, and he goes, he goes, kid, you all set? Everything good? I go, yeah. He goes, what do they have you guys, what do they have you guys doing? 
and Derek is not saying anything. And I go, well, I go, I go, uh, Jamie told me that every time I get in the ring, he just wants me to sell. He goes, oh, fuck him. He says, this is his kid. <laughs> How about his kid? Goes, oh, fuck him. He goes, no. He goes, you, you, you're way too big. You stay on the outside. Derek, you're taking the heat. You're taking the fall. He goes, kid, just make a hot comeback. Let him cut you off or something. I said, okay, cool. So mm. I see him go over and talk to the, talk to Jamie. So whatever. So uh, in the match, I just the kid's kind of just like, he's just big leaguing me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I'm just like, whatever. I'm, I'm trying to behave and I'm not saying anything. I'm a guest, you know? So were they, um, were, were they the doing, whole, the, were they doing the run in WWF at the time or no? No, I think this is right before. Right, okay. So down there was uh, Brian Christopher, Spellbinder, Tracy Smothers. Yeah. I think, I think, I want to say like Reggie B. Fine, a big giant black guy. Yeah. A cat out of, out of, uh, out of Canada, Sonny Blaze or something like that, who was really, really good. Good looking kid. So anyway, so in the tag match, there's shit kicking Derek King, and he doesn't say anything. He doesn't fight back or anything. Finally, he makes the uh, the hot tag, and I come in. Actually, no, he doesn't even make a tag. I just run in to stop the double team. Yeah. And I double axe handle Jamie Dundee <laughs> like I was like he owed me fucking money. I <laughs> hit him so hard. I think I bruised my forearms. And he goes, Right, getting that stupid voice, and uh, they they double team me, shoot, the shit kick me out. Ugh. Tracy Smothers comes out and hits me with the chair. John, I didn't put this over at the time. He hit me so fucking hard with the chair. Yeah. Oh my god, I was so lucky that I like I had my head, you know, my chin tucked and my back exposed. He got you in the head he, or no? Oh, I got you in the back. Okay. No, no, he hit me across the back. I've never been hit harder in my life. He creeped the shit out of me. He goes. He goes, oh, sorry, brother. I go, ah, no problem, no problem. So I'm sitting there selling, and then uh, Brian Christopher and the other baby pace come out and kind of carry me to the back, and Bill Dundee comes over, and he goes, he goes, kid, we're going to be in uh, whatever, Fayetteville tomorrow night. There, here, and there. I go, I go, man, I'm, I'm going back to Nashville. I said, I, I got a life. You know? Yeah, said, yeah, yeah, right. I'm here for training, you know. He goes, you sure you don't want to come along? I said, man, I'd love to, but I, I said, I, I said, not, not this fact. So he gave me my payday, and then uh, I – Got in the bus back to Nashville. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was so fun though. Like just one of those Memphis and and working the Sportatorium were my goals as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I, I would have loved to work the Sportatorium. That would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. I, you know, we we thought because remember we watched it. And we thought, oh my god, that's the mecca, right? That's yeah. where we have to be. Yeah. Then everybody who was ever there says that place is the biggest shithole. Oh ever. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The biggest shithole. Freaking raining, uh, leaking everywhere, rats running around. I'm sure just, we worked in worse, though, man. You know, I'm I'm sure we have. Yeah, you know. <laughs> sure so, so, yeah. so I mean, they say Tracy Smothers is a tough dude, man. Like, like legend well, has it, he's a tough dude. That's that's what they say. Everybody that I've ever met that's talked to him, or I mean, everybody that I've talked to that's met him, say that. And then there's stories about him just. You know that he's a he's just a shit kicker. He's just one of those freaking. I don't even know where he's from. Like somewhere down there, though, yeah. somewhere in the south. That just yeah. probably grew up in the freaking backyard, didn't have shoes till he was fifteen. Something you know, like that. Right? His first job yeah. was was wrestling at thirteen years old or something like that. Yeah, you know? I mean he wrestled the bear. He was one of those guys that wrestled the bear. Oh right? my god, muzzled or not, declawed or not, those things are freaking insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm all set. Oh, so insane. So, so now, now let's get back to your let's get back now real quick. I meant to ask you this before. Your son-in-law is a chef. 
Yeah. <laughs> now yes, you like you like to cook, so is he teaching you anything? Yeah, he's actually he's really good at it. Like, cause I'll ask him, I'll be like, Hey John, I got this idea to do this, and he'll go, Well, why don't we try it like this? Wow. You know, or add this to it. Like, I've uh, I've been experimenting with um, we bought a dehydrator. I've been experimenting with beef jerky. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'm trying to come up with a great recipe. So far, the best one that we've done is a uh, is a uh, honey sriracha bacon. Oh. Holy cow. <laughs> so I, and like, I mean, him and I are the only ones that really eat it. Um, Emma eats it, but Betty thinks mayonnaise is spicy. Oh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then Chloe's the same way. So John will eat a couple pieces, but John's a, John's a smaller guy. Like yeah. he doesn't eat a whole lot. So I like, I'll make a pound of thick cut bacon and it's gone in an afternoon. <laughs> oh yeah. Know? Oh yeah. So freaking good. But I love a that. lot of work to go into dehydrating. But it's but it's worth it though. It's oh, so yeah. delicious. Yeah. I would love to just I love to cook. I, I, I love to cook and I I would love to be able to just like have us get together and just cook something, cook a meal together, you know? Yeah. That'd be I amazing. Think it's a great idea. I I love it. I, I I love cooking. I just don't I'm not I don't think I'm that good at it. You know, so I don't really do it. And then and then Betty uh, Betty Emma Emma, my daughter Emma, John's wife, yeah, is really good. Um he's she's a really good cook. She makes a lot of stuff. Like stuff that I normally would eat, like you know, I would never come up with these kind of a things and eat them. But she makes them, and like the other night we had a uh, turkey burgers, and she made some kind of avocado salsa to yeah. go on top of them. Oh man, it was freaking delicious! Yeah, yeah it was oh. so delicious. She makes soups. Soups are the big thing. She makes uh like Portuguese kale, oh, and yeah, chorizo kale. soup, oh. and uh, mm. oh, so good, so good. That's great. I want to make you my. I want to make my shrimp and grits for you sometime. That's what I want to do. That's yeah, my, no, yeah. I heard you talking about that. Yeah. I, uh, and then I watched like you know you showed me those pictures of the uh, the pizzas and the waffles. Yeah, man, <laughs> I was on a waffle kick. I I had so many ideas for waffles. So many ideas. Well, we're gonna and, uh, we're talking about it too. Like we want to do a savory waffle with like rosemary and something to, for to serve with uh, with steaks, like a waffle yeah. inside of a steak. Like yeah, yeah. Bang it. Think about a high-end chicken and waffles. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. So many, <laughs> so many good things. I'm just, I'm, I'm blown away. Talking about making food, my buddy PJ gave me this idea. I hadn't, I hadn't talked to him in about a year. All of a sudden, he shoots me a message on on Facebook, on Messenger, and he says, uh, he goes, Sonny, I've been thinking about it. He goes, you were a tag team called Chunky But Funky. He goes, why don't you market peanut butter called Chunky But Funky Peanut Butter? Yeah. I go, Holy shit. So I started researching how easy it is to make peanut butter. And it's super freaking easy. It's like peanuts and, and salt, right? About, it's like peanuts and salt, right? That's like it, yeah, right? Yeah. Peanuts, salt, a little bit of honey sometimes. But think about like the different things you can make with like just, I mean, you add like a cookies and cream peanut butter, right? Uh. Just throw cookie chunks in there. Uh, you could do a, a bacon peanut butter. Like, so many different things. Like you could just add the peanut butter and I could just freaking jar them up. Throw a label on it and sell it. Maybe like know? a spicy peanut butter, a little cayenne in there or something like yeah, that, maybe. Right? Yeah. You can do anything. Wow. It, it's so like so that was gonna be the last show that Leo and I were gonna do, or the the last show that we Leo and I were supposed to do as far as the cooking show goes, that's what I was gonna do. I was gonna do peanut butter on the air and do a, a, a deep fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, come on. Yeah. Come on. And, uh, it just but then COVID hit and no. we haven't been able to do anything. So yeah. I did. Uh, I try to, you know, one of us has to be a responsible adult, and it's not going to be me. So when Bessie actually goes to her real job, I, uh, I'll try to like put something together for dinner for her. And I, I accidentally made the most amazing, 
like braised short ribs over blue cheese grits that I, I uh, they're, they're mind-boggling. I'll, I'll try to send you that picture. I'll, I'll shoot, shoot that off yeah. to you. That's great. It's so, oh man, cooking, it's fun. And then you get to eat it like, like John made this, uh, he made this color. Essentially, it's like the California chicken sandwich. Okay. With, uh, you know, essentially it's just grilled chicken with some seasoning on it, on a grilled ciabatta bread with, mm. uh, with guacamole and, and pepper jack cheese. Holy crap. It's just, <laughs> it's a real it's problem, so man. Good. That's, I have a real yeah. problem with food, man. It's a real problem. I love food. I love it. And I like to cook it. I love to eat it. I'm, I'm, oh my God. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah it's not. But I mean, I, I've been looking just uh, the past couple of days. I've been online looking at YouTube videos on DIY uh, brick oven pizzas for outside. Oh, really? You know, like a like a like a pizza oven? Because I think I go, man, that that's got to be easy to do. Yeah. But I want to I want to be able to get one that gets up to like you know seven hundred, eight hundred, nine hundred right. degrees. Yeah, our you friends, know, our friends, in ninety seconds. Our friends did one up. They have, they have, a, they built a huge fireplace, and off on the side is a pizza oven. Off on the side, it's gorgeous. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been over there Just for pizza, that, but that that taste of that pizza, like there's nothing better than like a pizza right out of a pizza oven, like an like just oh my god, yeah. as opposed to those conveyor belt pizzas or yeah. just you know yeah. they're they're good still in the oven, but something about that high high heat on a pizza. Mm. Have you have you uh, have you grilled pizzas yet? Have you made your own dough and grilled them? No, not yet. We and we oh, just got to. this new pellet, this pellet grill. That thing is awesome. Those are great. We yeah, we're talking about doing it. We just haven't been able. I just haven't put it. You know, I'm off this weekend though, and it's Father's Day, so maybe I'll do that on Sunday. Well, uh, I'll I'll let Bessie track down the, the the recipe she uses for her dough, and we'll send it off to you. It's it's fantastic. It's so easy. It's wicked easy, and it's. I mean, we do the same thing. We make our, we roll out our own pasta and stuff, and and that's what we. Yeah. I brought we brought it over. Uh, we made one last year we'll to do it again. We made a, a lasagna, but we rolled out the pasta ourselves for lasagna. Yeah. Just put, oh my god, come on! It's another, it's a whole other world, you know. That's so. John just, uh, well, a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, John and Emma made. They got a pasta maker and they made their own pasta and they made short rib beef stroganoff. Come on, <laughs> holy John! I'm, I'm telling you. Oh my god, that's awesome. If they, if they have a divorce. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> You know, you're gonna have to pick sides. It's not looking good for your daughter. It's, it's, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Him and I will have to get a place together. Well, yeah. <laughs> man, I miss you. We gotta get together when this is over, man. I, I miss the uh, shit I out of you guys. And you know, I'm still. I talked to Betty about. You know, I told you the idea of having you and Livio come up. Yeah, and doing a couple sets and just doing a big barbecue, having some people over, do a social distancing social. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. And, uh, just and just. And just have you guys over, and you could do the Facebook Live thing. And I just think, man, it, it's it's uh, it's nice. We had um, Betty's parents over a couple weeks ago, and just they came over for a little cookout uh, along with her sister and her sisters, my brother-in-law, and my sister-in-law, and you know, a couple of their kids. It was nice just to be able to get back to a little bit of normalcy, you know? Right, right. And uh, it's it, it's hard just going to work every day and then coming home and doing nothing, like yeah, because you because you can't. You know, that's, I mean, I think that's why I started doing these, uh, these, these things out on the porch, you know, they're doing the, the shows out here is just cause I miss playing, you know what I mean? I, I love, yeah. to, I love to play live music and I miss it. And, and I, was it you that asked the question, which do I like on Leo show? The, which do I like more? Yes. Oh dude, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't. It's like that they're, you know, they're, 
my God, I can't, I can't, they're so, they're so similar, but they're also so different. And I couldn't, I couldn't pick, I can't pick my favorite. It's so they're, I, I love it. I love both of them, you know, so. I was, I was thinking about this, like there's, there's guys like you and I, and, and there's, you know, there's certain types of people that, I don't know if we're broken inside, but we, we <laughs> like, I, I love to be, I love holding the attention. I love being the center of attention. Uh, if I'm in control of it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, like I don't want to surprise birthday party and that kind of stuff where everybody's, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Right. But if I'm in control of it, if I'm holding court, whether it's, you know, my little bit of stand up that I did or in a wrestling ring or it's same with you in a wrestling ring or, yeah. or you're in front of the microphone, yeah. you have the guitar, you're commanding the audience. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, I'm like, like you turn into a junkie for it. Oh yeah. Know? Just wind me up and let me go, man. Just point me in the right direction yeah. and, and, and let me go. And it's fine. It's, it's weird. I, I everybody's biggest fear is public speaking. And I really have no issue with it. I did at first, but not anymore. It's, it, sure. I, I really don't have an issue with it. You know, I don't know, but it is what it is. It would be awesome if you guys are ever not, if we're playing outside some Saturday, if you guys are looking for something to do to come down and just sit out here and, and hang out and, I don't know. It'd be cool. It'd just be cool as shit yeah, to see. Yeah, I, I saw you had uh, Mav and Dale down there last yeah, week. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Doc sent me a little video. I think you were doing the what uh, song? What was that song? Uh, Good, Good by Better Than Ezra. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I love yes. that one. That's a good one. I love that song. It's good. Yeah, and uh, and Doc was Doc was doing his Super Grover. He kept zooming in and then zooming out. He's going <laughs> now. I am near. Now I am far. Now I am near. Now I am far. <laughs> So, yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. Maybe you know, Betty and I like are always looking for a reason to take the dogs for a ride or something yeah. like that. So yeah, you know, we'll just come down there, let them loose. It's turned into a really yeah. cool. It's turned into a really cool little like uh, like a socially distant party. But it's it's been really like yeah. people are just kind of in the street and just hanging out and having a great time. It's been really really fun. Yeah, I've been hearing you talking about it on the podcast and your neighbors. You know, it's it's you're talking to your neighbors now. Oh yeah. You said you hadn't even talked to previously. And oh yeah, no, not much. No. <laughs> yeah, it's it, that. That's a cool thing. I mean, it, there's it's it's stuff like that. That's uh, you know, as corny as it may sound or whatever, but it's it 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 makes you it makes you talk to your neighbor that normally you wouldn't talk to. Yeah, like right. Just, yeah, you know, it's cool. Now you have a reason, dude. They come out and hang out with you, and yeah, or cool. whether they just sit on lawn chairs in front of you or yeah, it's whatever great. The case is, I think that's cool as shit. It's been really fun. Well, um, well, all right. Before we get to the to the second part of the show, is there anything else you want to get in before we uh, before we do the final three? No, man. Let's get into it. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, guys. You know the drill. We have one constant on this podcast, and we call it the final three. Pew 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 pew. pew. All right, guys. You guys know the drill. These are the final three questions we ask every episode. We can actually get back to the original three now after months of uh, it just being uh, Bessie and myself. Question number one is, how do you take your coffee? So uh, I'm not a huge coffee drinker. So when I do drink it, this is literally what I order. I go, hey, can I have a large ice French vanilla, super sweet, super creamy? They're like, <laughs> so extra, extra? I go, um, extra, 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 extra. So it's usually like nine and nine. And wow. people always go, yeah, people always go, what the hell are you drinking? I go, a little bit of. A little bit of coffee with my cream and sugar. I guess. And because uh, I'm really not, I love the smell of it. Yeah. I love the smell of coffee, like Betty Brews coffee every single morning. Yeah. And it smells so good. I just, I, the taste of it is just, blah. 
I am a full-on addict, man. I'm an addict. I love yeah, it. Like you drink it, you don't drink it black. No, right? no, you no. Like little cream, little sugar. Little cream, little sugar. Yeah, yeah. You know what? And you know what? I I think this is what it stems from. Because when I was a kid, I always thought like, oh, part of being an adult is you drink coffee, right? Yeah. So I was like, I can't wait till I could drink coffee. And my aunt, who raised me, used to drink black coffee. My grandmother too, black coffee. And every morning she had black coffee, runny eggs, like really runny eggs, and then burnt to shit toast. And that's, <laughs> that's what she ate. That's how she did it every single morning. And one time she gave me a sip of coffee, and I was like, holy Christ, that's disgusting. And I'll never forget, she said this to me, and my grandmother said, you don't want to drink coffee. It'll stunt your growth. <laughs> and, you know, being seven years old, I was like, well, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. I can't be short. That's so, when you knew. That, that's when you knew. Seven years old, you knew you wanted to be a professional wrestler. Yeah. yeah. No shit. That's great. That that's yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. That's great. Yeah. All right. Well, um, question number two is, what is the last movie you saw either at home or in the theater? And without any spoilers, give us some thoughts. So we just watched a movie with Kevin James called Becky. Yeah. I heard it was good. Did you see this? No, not yet. It is so bizarre. It's so it's really it's really a good movie, but it's so hard not seeing Kevin James as Doug Heffernan. Yeah, right, right, you know what I mean? right, it's, right. You know, th there's those types of characters like uh, that. They're just iconic, and, and just anytime Kevin James is doing anything, I see Doug Heffernan. Yeah. Just like when you see Michael Scott, I see. I mean, not Michael Scott. Just, yeah. Carell, I yeah. see Michael Scott, and uh, it's hard seeing him do anything else. But it's. It's definitely worth. I think. I think we rented it on Comcast or whatever for eight bucks, and it was definitely worth it. It was so worth it. Yeah, Doc gave it a gave it a favorable review as well. So yeah, we're yeah. we're talking about it now. Have you seen Space Force with Steve Carell? I haven't. That's on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's you're going to think he's Michael Scott the entire time. It's so weird. Really? Yeah. It's, okay. It's, good. But it's he's he's definitely pulling off a little bit of that same character. It, it's it's actually it didn't get great reviews, but we're enjoying it. It's fun. Yeah. Now, wouldn't that suck as an actor? Like, you, I mean, you don't want to be known just for one thing, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you know, like, there's guys that, like, branch out, like, uh, you know, like Jim Carrey. Remember when he branched out and did some, like, weird things? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And people just shit on him, you know? Yeah. Like, or when Robin Williams, remember, uh, what was that, photo booth? Not photo booth. Uh, one hour oh, yeah, photo. photo one hour photo. Yeah, one hour photo. Yeah. Right? How freaking great was he in that? It was great, but nobody like, cared. Completely yeah, nobody cared. Completely yeah. different from everything you'd ever done, you know? Right. They want to see freaking Mork for Mork. I think I think that's the same thing with bands, too. I think and, – and the thing is, if you go out – if they go out at actors and musicians, if they go out and do the same thing they've always done, people shit on them for doing the same thing they've always done. If they go and yep. they change it up a little bit, then people shit on them for, for not sounding like they always do or, or acting – what you know, it's it's – it's a it's a no win situation. It's tough, man. It's it's that's a hard kind of thing. You're absolutely right. Yeah, because people go. I just want to hear the hits. I want to hear the hits. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and and, and which I can understand. Like um, Betty and I went to go see Whitesnake a couple years ago up here at Hampton Beach yeah. Casino. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And now David Coverdale's been one of my favorite singers. He's since, great. Like the purple and everything, right? So good. But I think he's to the point now where he um just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. So like they sang a song. And then he's having like a 15-minute conversation with literally just some dude in the audience. <laughs> nobody else could understand. Like, they're talking back and forth. So the guy would retort, and then David would talk into the mic. But if we're, we can only hear one half of the conversation. I'm like, <laughs> and 
literally it was like 15 minutes. So I was like, this is, I go, this is enough. So we sat, we maybe sat through half the show and then left. Cause no. I was like, I can't do it. I just can't like, I, I want to hear music. I don't care if it's your new stuff, old stuff, whatever the case is. I want to hear music, you know. That's you, what I'm. I don't want to hear your political views. Yeah, I don't want to hear any of that garbage, right. you know. Now you you go see Edwin McCain like every chance you get, right? Every we were supposed to go last Wednesday night, uh, the tenth, but obviously they're canceled. Yeah. Um. So they're supposed to be rescheduling that for, uh, for September. Okay. But I just I just discovered that every Monday night Edwin does McCain Mondays. Oh, okay. So he has um he calls it from the. He, he does it from like uh, his house. He calls it Fast Eddie's uh, Christmas Corona Lounge, and he just has like he does like an hour and a half YouTube show. He takes requests and wow, you know he's a storyteller, but he's like, you know, it's quick two three minute stories in between songs about why he wrote the song or what it's about, and you know those kind of things. And uh, I I was trying to calculate this the other day, so I've seen him pretty much. I think close to 50 times at this point. Wow. Yeah. I, I, cause I've been seeing him since probably yeah, 20 years. Yeah. Two, three times a year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes more. I really don't know. I only know that one song. I really don't know much yeah. about him. Maybe I should look a little deeper, I guess. Cause he's really he's, talented. He's a, guy. just a great, he's just a great singer. He's great live performances. Um, and he's, he just still sounds great. You know, uh, and he's just a, a great guitar player, just a tight, yeah. tight band because they've been playing together for twenty five years. Oh, know? same like, band, huh? That's great. Yeah, same the same sax player. The guitar player he keeps joking is the new guy. He's been in there eighteen years. Oh, okay, know? yeah, the, the new kid. Yeah, yeah. So, the new kid. <laughs> yeah, the new kid. Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. So, question number three is: Do you have a local small business up your way that you want to give a plug to? So I've been thinking about this, and uh, there is there's a there's a um, a taco joint up here called uh, Frontera Tacos and Tequila. Okay. Now, I could eat Mexican food every single day. Did Billy and, Wolf uh, work there? Did did, he, did Billy Wolf work there? Not at that. He worked at Margaritas. Oh, okay. All or right. Shorties or something like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is, like, people say it's a chain. It's not. There's one other location in New York. So this is, like, the second location. Okay. All right. Uh, this is, like... This isn't like you go get like hard shell tacos with ground beef, lettuce, and tomatoes. You know what I mean? And yeah. You're getting like El Pastor. Um, oh, come on. Which is, oh, uh, they do a Korean style taco. They do phenomenal fish tacos with a spicy coleslaw. Just, and uh, their rice and beans. Like, it's just uh, table side guacamole. So, what's it, it called? Is, what's it called again? Frontera. Is it and it's in Nashua? R O N T E R A. And it's in and it's we have we have don't we have one of those down here? But it's a different. There's there's two of those down here, but it's I'm sure it's a different company. We have Frontera. There's two of them out this way too. It's probably oh, a different. Really? It's probably a different company, but yeah, it's and we have a we have a family down here that has those too. So cool. That's awesome. It, it's it's amazing. It's one of my no. We've we've only been like well, they had just opened probably six months before all this happened. Yeah. So we've been probably half a dozen times at that point. And uh, they just started opening up again, like, you know, for outdoor seating and whatnot. So I definitely plan on going again. I could eat, I, oh, I, I love tacos. I love Mexican shit. food is, is, Mexican food is one of my favorites. I love it, man. It's I love it. so good. Are you into the, I, uh, I, I, I realize that I just, I love any kind of Latin food. Yeah. Southern American food. It's, it's, I have a friend who's a Brazilian and a couple of years ago, they invited us over. We were over for Christmas time and she made, like John, I'm telling you, she made a turkey. She made a freaking roast. She made a ham. <laughs> but then she made just rice and beans. 
all I eat, no, I have 11 pounds of food, uh, of meat in front of me, and all I'm eating is rice and beans. It was that's so amazing. freaking delicious. Just the simple stuff that's just makes it so good. Yeah. That's now what's what now Duro, what is that? Is that that's West African? What is that? West Africa. West Af- have you had any West Af- any African food at all? There's a no. when 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 we have to have you guys down and we'll bring we'll bring you to this place. Bessie gave it a plug on one of these on one of the podcasts. A place called Duro in uh, in South Hadley and it's just it's this tiny little place and I, I right before Right before the uh, the pandemic happened, she had just hired like a chef. She was doing everything herself, everything cooked to order, and it's all this West African food. It is it is insane. It's I think really? yeah, you'd really dig it. Yeah, it's really cool, really cool. Yeah, I, as long as you're not going to try to feed me any of that shit you guys were talking about on that one podcast. No, no, we're not going to do that. No, no. <laughs> what was that one? Shit in, not uh, I don't know what one thing you guys talked about. Some kind of like smelty fish or something. I was like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm all, I'm all set with any of that. <laughs> I, I consider myself brave. I'll try a lot of things. Yeah, I don't know, man. The way you guys were describing that, I was like, mm. I think I'd rather cut off my toes. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm, well, I mean, let's face it. You're probably gonna have some cut off eventually, anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's an ode to beans. An ode to beans. That's your, that's your, that's your receipt for getting me at that party with that rib at that party. Yeah, there you so. go. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. At least I beat uh, Rob. Rob beat me to it though. He got his lobbed off first. Yeah, I hope he's, he seems like he's doing well though. So that's good, man. That's great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. Anything else? No, that's it, man. This has been a blast. I can't wait to do this in person. Though we have to do it again. I know, man. Hold on. Let me let me wrap this up, and we'll talk again for a minute once I stop the podcast. All right. All right. All right cool. Hold on. Guys, don't forget to subscribe to Idle Chat on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Pocket Casts, and Podcast Addict. And make sure you like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Idle Chat Podcast. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks, Sonny. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, man.